make believing is hard alone out here on my own. The artist that sings that song, Irene Cara, um, says just how I felt today. Who am I getting? How I felt a lot of days in the past two years. Which turned into this episode of Kiki and her beloved Brooklyn Flea for you guys here. It's totally an experiment of mine. I know it's going to sound choppy at certain points. I use a lot of segments. Um, I'm just learning. Okay? So hang in there. So I was on Route 65, which is known as Ohio River Boulevard, because it goes along the Ohio River. And <laughs> slowing down towards the light, I look over to the right where there's kind of some closed down businesses, like small businesses, like used cars, that kind of thing. And I see this sign. And all it says, somebody put it up, quote, Leftism is a mental illness. All right. First of all, <laughs> I don't know which adjective to use to say that blank adjective sign. Probably not a good one. And I'm not even going to take sides here, but that's just, okay, it is just ridiculous. And you know what? If you're going to put up something that extreme, then like, in my opinion, decorate it. I mean, this was just like somebody found this white big poster board somewhere and one of the closed down businesses where they used to have like the black letters that you'd have what's for sale or what you do that, and just like taped or glued them up there. Like really, like you'd get an F in sixth grade art class for that project. I mean, Decorate it, at least with color or something, like colors. You know, I like pink, purple, that kind of thing. But, you know, I'm guessing whoever did that is playing the patriotic thing. So make it red, white, and blue or something. I don't know. But but just that, that kind of doesn't give a lot of, like, intelligent weight to your statement. Second of all, I thought we weren't allowed to say mental illness anymore. I thought you had to have mental health issues. Now, I promise that that was not put there by a psychiatrist. I just, why, why would they bother? Why do they have time for that? <laughs> and I'm thinking, hang on. Christine, don't let this aggravate you. Don't let this affect you. I mean, anyone <laughs> that feels the need to put that on a, a public road there in Allegheny County, PA, y'all, and not attach their name or their group name or their association name or whatever to it. Don't let it bother you. But it does because it's obnoxious. I mean, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinions, How, however they are or however opposite from mine or anybody else or maybe but if you're going to be so like insulting really with a statement like that and you can't put your name or your group or your whatever with it then what good are you 
but obviously it did aggravate me because I cannot get it out of my head and I felt the need to record about it. So, so, so there you go. Oh my goodness. It never ceases to amaze me. Just never ceases to amaze me. So this episode, I'm going to do what I swore I would not do in any episodes of my podcast, and that is politics. Now, before you hit stop play or whatever you click, it's not addressing one of the two major parties that usually wind up there in the end, especially in federal elections. No, we're, I'm not discussing either or. What I am discussing is something that confuses me quite a bit lately. I call it the the pop-up political parties. You know, the ones here today, gone tomorrow, they all have one-word names that could be all over the place. On social media, because that's where I typically get most of the information, me and television aren't big friends, unless it's basketball season, but I digress. So ran across one just recently, they call themselves the forward party. And basically all they said was, we're not left, we're not right, we're just forward. Okay, sounds peppy and cool, nice, I don't know. So I inquired, knew one of the folks promoting this, and I write the message, um, so, how does your party stand or or what's their view on some of the biggest issues that affect most people? You guessed it, no answer. Gave it a little time. I thought, okay, let me be actually specific. So I wrote again. You call yourself the forward party. We're always moving forward. That's their thing. So in regards to the Roe v. Wade overturn, as far as the way I feel, it, I'm not talking about it personally, what I would do or what anyone would do that I know that I care about, but if they're gonna use the word forward, how can anyone deny that was a huge step backwards of many, many years when they overturned the Roe v. Wade rule law? That doesn't seem forward to me so I wonder what your stand is on this. And of course, you guessed it, no answer. And I'm thinking, geez, should I go on to another topic? And I thought, I'm wasting my time. Forget it. Pop up political parties. You know what, maybe I'll start my own party and post it on social media. Maybe I'll be the vertical party. And I guess the motto would be, we are always going up. Now, I would expect that people would inquire, well, what do you mean by always going up? Or the question could be, what is your stand on certain things? But the basic, what do you mean by going up? If I reply, well, the goal is to keep going up on quality of life for all people. I mean, that sounds great, right? Fantastic. I think I could pull from almost any demographic there. However, if the answer is, well, we're just gonna keep going up on taxes, 
I would assume, with the exception of the one or two percent, that that's not gonna get me a lot of votes. It may not get me any votes, if that's what keep going up means. My point is, I'm confused with these pop-up political parties. Are they there just to disrupt one of the two major parties and that's all? And then in the end, you know, lead them by the hand to who they really support? I don't know. I can't read their minds and it hasn't happened yet. So not sure, but I'm definitely confused. Granted, I am not a political pundit. Actually, I not even sure what that term means. I probably should have looked that up. Now, my initial idea for this episode of the podcast, and I was going to use the title, Facebook used to be fun. And I wanted to talk about how from when it started to present day, the big change in, 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 in the way social media platforms are. And I don't even know if I said that right, but I remember when it first started and it was cool. I mean, you wound up getting in touch with people that you went to high school with or college with or grew up with on the street, whatever. And it, it was, it was a neat feeling to say hi again. And how are you? And where are you? What do you do? Uh, for me, <laughs> back to the decorate the page thing here with colors but you you were able to do that we were sending like I don't know if the men did this but I know women did we were sending all these virtual gifts like from different categories that had that were great pictures not like pictures of real people but like animated pictures uh, like a category would be uh, fashion and then purses and and great shoes and stuff and you actually could decorate the layout, the whole layout of your own page, which some of the really younger kids probably don't know what a layout of a page means. I kind of was on the yearbook staff and everything where you had to place things. Newspapers had to do that, um, where pictures versus paragraphs of written word needed to be. It, it was fun. And I remember a friend of mine from grade school and high school, we had this thing, and it was probably daily, because it was new. We, it, it would come up with your name that you had, Christine Watchko, and then it would be like a just blank from there. And Laura and I had this third person <laughs> way of saying what was on our mind or what we did that day. Like I would be, it would come up, Christine Watchko, and I would just, I think there were times I even used an apostrophe S for Christine Watch Goes. Christine Watch Goes' new shoes are not what she thought they were going to be. Or she, Laura's day went down the tubes when her dog ran away for two hours. It was just more lighthearted. And for the most part, everyone seemed pleasant and happy. Okay, flash forward to present day. And you may say, dummy me on this one, because it's off-season for basketball, get <laughs> New York Knicks fan group. Error, 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 Christine. Just the other day, someone put up a post that listed the uh, point guards 
active in the NBA and their ranking. Now, it was not the NBA that did this. It was not ESPN. It was not TNT Sports or whoever does else does sports. It was just who knows who. And uh, people were debating. They had Stephen Curry way at the top. And all I did was write, well, if things seem to keep progressing with Jalen Brunson and the New York Knicks, I mean, halfway through the season, I put his name ahead there, you know. Oh my God, the backlash from that. Especially one guy with a name that doesn't really sound like a human name, but that's irregardless, I guess. Like, came back to me with, you stupid maniac, dumb, whatever, we'll leave these words out. How in the world could you think he's better than Curry? I had to defend myself one more time, and I said, it said point guards. And if you know basketball, by definition of point guard, that's what I believe. I never said or wrote that he was a better shooter than Stephen Curry. I'll argue present day, he is the best shooter in the NBA. He even evolved his game some, in my opinion, that it's not just threes that he can shoot and make. But long story short, I deleted myself from that group because it was just completely toxic. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, I understand the technology has changed. There's an ability now with iPhones to take photos with such clarity and, and my goodness, the editing ability that you have personally on any photo that you take. Some I really like, and like of my apartment, because I'm very colorful, very eclectic, and put different shades of that editing button on there, and, and it has a different appearance a little bit. What annoys me with the editing, it's become phony with some people because you have the ability to do so. I'm sorry, there's, and it's usually women, but there are men too, that put up photos, you're 56, you're 58 years old, you know what, your face does not look like that. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It's called human physiology of the process of aging. Now, do some people seem to, in appearance, age faster than others, or age slower than others, or seem to be a little bit of a plateau standstill? Of course, but don't use some kind of brush-up technique that, that makes it look like the face you had when you were 29. It's ridiculous. And do they really think everybody believes that? I, I don't, and what's the end game with that? I mean, I, you know, I don't know. So <laughs> I think it all just got tied in together when I saw that sign on the road. And it's just people... I don't know. There's no politeness left or something. That's just my humble opinion. I don't expect most people even to agree with me, but it's how I feel. Why can't we go back to those early days of Facebook where, where, okay, we can send actual pictures now to each other that maybe like make it into a puzzle sort of thing. Like I sent this piece, you sent that piece and they sort of fit together. Oh look, now we created this like collage thing, puzzle collage, and it's it's really nice. I, like, wow. No, everybody's busy quoting everything in the world from peace, smiles, and love to I hate 
the name Akershire Stadium here in Pittsburgh. So there you go. <laughs> oh man, it's just too difficult. Or maybe I have too much time on my hands. Either way, just for a day, I'd like to go back. And it's not that far back. So is it that other question? Something to ponder. Gratitude for all that got to hear in this episode. Until next time, Zetang.